Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe. I will be your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining me in the Discord chat are... Daniel, and I play the Eric Cochran Druid, Ched. Okay, y'all. I'm playing Desmond Brineswell, or Janazi Druid, or Cleric. I'm Zach, and I'm playing Falak Dunkil, our Dwarven Monk. I'm Matt, and I'm playing Leolin Hill Creek, our Ranger Elf. I'm Waffle, and I'll be playing Tarjex Heiko, a Storm Sorcerer. Last time, our heroes electrocuted a man in cold blood, shut some people in a burning library, neglected to talk to an important NPC, and tasted a sweet breath of free air. I hope you are looking forward to the adventure at hand. Okay, you step out of the out of the complex you were being held in into the uh, undergrowth of a forest. There's a path leading away from the door deeper into the woods. Well, let's follow that path then. Now, I suppose by this time we've got to be pretty tired, right? I mean, you were pretty tired to begin with, considering that you've just spent an indeterminate amount of time locked up in a cell barely large enough for you to lay down in. You guys are uh, still you're still pretty woozy and out of it. I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't trust this path. Why? Uh, I'm not really one for traveling under the trees anyway. So if you if you really don't trust the path, I can I can scout ahead a little bit. Maybe just my, take a quick little. My thought here. So turning around behind us, we exit out of this tunnel. You exit out of a wall. Oh right. With the door so, in it. So behind us, there's this you know imposing stone monolith of a building are there any other structures visible or is it just forest not that you can see so this is the only path presumably or one of the only paths in and out of this large complex here they know about this path because they made this path which means if there are any tracking parties or people who would like to reclaim escaped test subjects they're going to check yeah the, the people we left alive would would come yep. for us this direction first they know where the path is and so i don't want to be on it well is there anybody in the right. party that would be able to you know get us from point a to point b through the wilderness in a survival situation for because we have is my favorite train oh well my concern is we have no idea where a city would be except that this path is presumably leading to a place with more people in it let the ranger do his work, see what he comes up with, and then we can uh, do a pro and cons list. See, the nice thing is, you know, eventually we will hit an edge. Like, this, the continent is a bounded region, so... <laughs> we just have to go far The size of Greenland. <laughs> we just have to go far enough and we'll hit the edgelands. So no matter what happens, we're just going to walk forward and, <laughs> until we hit that. Until another plan presents itself. Could we perhaps follow the path without actually being on the path? Just saying. Yeah, we could sort of sneak off to the side and go through the underbrush parallel. Uh, Hobbit style, I like it. (laughs) I'm sorry, those are halflings and you're a racist. (laughs) (laughs) How thick is the the canopy? Uh, Directly over the compound. Clear sky. Away from the compound, it gets pretty thick. Okay. Guess I'll follow the party alongside the path. Or you can, you know, be up in the tree. I mean, 
I wouldn't be able to follow you guys or even see the path. So it's probably safer if I just follow with you guys. Yes. I don't want to split the party level one, you know? Yeah. I want to keep everybody in, in together at this point. Keep everybody mm-hmm. uh, in in eye, 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 line of line of sight in your shot. Mm-hmm. Oakley. Lead the way. I All gesture right. to our newfound ranger. All right. So at this point, would there be any reason to do a investigation or perception check? Or should we just head down a little bit? Well, actually, maybe I've, I've heard this is something rangers can do. I, I understand that when you walk somewhere, people leave tracks. Is that is that a real thing? So I, I like I like your train of thought. <laughs> it might be good if we check out this path first and see, you know, how how heavy is the traffic to this place? What right. kind of things come and go? I don't know. Like to if find... we find super deep claw marks in the dirt that indicate they have a large demon, that'd be good to know. All right. So based on that insight from. Our friend Tara Jux here. I'm going to do an investigation check. It's just a story I heard. Actually, uh, looking for tracks and that sort of thing falls under survival. Okay, well, I'll do that. That's a plus five anyways. Hey. 22. Hey. <laughs> you, What's there? Investigation, see that uh, this path is... It's not super well-traveled, but it's people do do use it. At a guess, you'd say parties of three or four people typically come down it maybe once every couple of weeks. So not super frequent. But maybe no. like a resupply run. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Okay. And they're they're on foot, right? They're not like on horses or anything? Correct. Okay, that means there has to be something close by. Or I would think there'd have to be something pretty close. So mm, let's sneak along the woods. As you proceed down the path, you notice that the foliage of the trees around you becomes lusher and greener. And then looking back, you realize that the trees around the complex look kind of sickly or not right. You can't really put your finger on what's wrong with them. I don't like that. It's blighted. Would, would the word term blighted fit in this situation? Not exactly. They don't look overtly sick. Okay. It's just like there's something there's something about them that can't put your finger. Doesn't it doesn't really sit right with you. Okay. You don't you don't seem to come across any any kind of patrols. You don't hear anybody coming out of the complex from behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh following the path for a few minutes the forest appears to start thinning out a little bit. And after half an hour or so, um, you come to the edge of the woods and you can see that there is reasonably well-maintained road ahead of you. Uh-huh. All right. In a field. Take it, take it out. It runs north-south. So we're, are we, we coming, we're coming to a crossroads and we got to... You're not coming to a crossroads. So when the path leaves the forest, it just joins up with like the grass outside and you can see ahead of you that there's a road through a field. Okay. Uh, Which way is the wind blowing? (laughs) The wind is blowing east. Well, how about we have our flying friend fly up pretty high and see 
if maybe from a higher vantage point, you can tell like where we are. But this is like a clearing area. Can we not see north or south very far? You can, but there isn't anything immediately apparent in either direction. All right, well, uh, butterfly in the sky. Uh, I can I can go twice as high. I fly like uh, 100 feet into the air. Give a little look-see. You take a look? <laughs> it's, it's in a book. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, after flying up, you take a look north. You take a look south. You can see that there there are farms to the south, sort of on the edge of your the edge of your vision. You can you see fields and uh, a house or two, a grain silo. And to the north, to the north, the road carries on into some hills, and you lose track of it. Okay, what's the sky like? Is it cloudy? Was there a recent rain? Maybe some leftover condensation through which light is refracting in the air, creating a rainbow? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. Thought it was going to be a beautiful little moment for me. Uh, I'm going to fly on down to the ground and uh, relay to my party members that I have uh, I've scouted a farm not too far away, and I think that it might be a, a great place to start gathering information on where the hell we are. Yeah, our biggest problem right now is we don't have a frame of reference for where we are. Yeah. You know, or when or anything. Or when. So the quickest way back to uh to the ocean, as far as I'm concerned, is to go scare a couple of farm people into giving us some answers. <laughs> or we could talk to them. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what I, that's what I said. That's definitely not what you said there, Desmond. Right. So Desmond just hangs out outside of the farm on the outer skirts you know what if you brought me back some alcohol you might be able to talk me into that I am am darn right sober and it is unacceptable alright then Uh, we'll see what we can do then I guess so the rest of us minus Desmond go to the farm right Well, the farms are way out, so we have to walk that way. Oh, okay. I don't think it's going to stand. Well, yeah, let's not just probably take you an hour or two to walk to the farm. Okay. Well, let's get moving. And you do. I'm keeping an eye behind us for like. I'm uh, flying the whole time. Yeah. Horse hunting parties. 20, 30 feet in the air. Sounds good. The walk is uneventful. You don't, like, there doesn't appear to be any kind of pursuit. You wouldn't really expect there to be any, since n- most of the people at the compound were murdered. Or terrified of still being murdered. Or dealing with fires. Or dealing with fires. It was also on fire, that's a good point. Well, one room was on fire. Regrettably. Fires spread sometimes, right? Did we, did, did we see I mean, any smoke? <laughs> I mean, we just kind of closed the door away? on that and walked away. <laughs> yeah. So, who knows? I mean, if, if the door was airtight enough, it just asphyxiated them. <laughs> oh, no. Did you Great. make sure it was airtight when you closed the door? No. I didn't have a towel with me at the time, so... Uh, Ray's sort of way to hermetically seal a room, yeah. Yeah, it's not really my specialty. Hmm, I would hope not. I'm more about encouraging airflow than restricting it. Hermetic seals the fifth level spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do these farms look like? Do I recognize the people, the architecture? Have I perhaps stumbled on them in my vast and varied wanderings? I haven't wandered that far, but, you know, maybe. This looks like a typical wheat farm. 
Typical. Yes. It's right. very blase. <clears throat> By which I mean you reach the edge of the wheat fields and you can see wheat. Mm. Surprise, surprise. And a grain silo. Oh. The road carries on to the south. Uh, you can spot in the distance a farmhouse. Okay. You should go there. Yeah. All right. You arrive at the farmhouse. It's made of wood with some stone kind of supports and foundations. It appears to be fairly large and well-kept. Uh, you get the impression that whoever runs this farm is reasonably prosperous. Hmm. Good for them. But we have yet to hear anyone or see any one working on the farm. Correct. It's curious, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what I time of day is door. it? Oh, yeah, what time of day? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't want to do any of the talking. <laughs> it is late afternoon. <clears throat> yeah, so the work right. will probably be done on the farm. Farmer might not take too kindly to a man with uh, bird features. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I knock on the door. See a peephole slide open. In a, can I and give them a winning smile? Sure. You can certainly try. You can give I them do. your winningest smile. I do. And the uh, the eyeball behind the door or behind the peephole says, what do you want? Ah, well, uh, this is a incredibly embarrassing but uh my companions and i have i i gesture vaguely behind myself my companions and i have gotten lost after uh, some recent mishaps and uh i was wondering if you could point us down towards the nearest town we would appreciate it mightily <laughs> you see you see desmond behind him like just picking his nose and like <laughs> stonebrook I'm wearing like a nice, you know, uniform, right? Like I'm, I'm not in rags. You're wearing just like common clothes. Yeah. Or did you take? No, I, you guys didn't really loot the the administrator's body. No, his stuff was all soggy. So yeah, if you were just wearing clothes you got from the storeroom, then it's like a nice tunic and pants. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's not fancy. The the man behind the door says Stonebrook's to the south. And he closes the people. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> you hear several bolts being drawn behind the door. Winds of fortune guide you. Uh, we didn't ask him what day it is or year or any of that stuff. Could probably get a little more information. Who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> what jux are we on? The emperor of jux. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Uh, so I relay that uh, there's a lovely sounding hamlet called Stonebrook just awaiting us to the south. Thumbs up. Do I, do I recognize the name of Stonebrook as like a dwarven city or anything? Or Nope. Okay. Darn. Dwarven cities tend to be named after metals or gems. Just making sure. So, so uh, yeah. continue south. To hang around and harass this farmer. As you continue to travel south, you pass through more fields of wheat, a few fields of beans, uh, cabbage, more farms, more farmhouses. And then the, far the farm plots start to get smaller. The houses start to get closer together. And after another hour and a half or so, you find that you are no longer among farms, but actually among buildings of a town. And you can't really pinpoint when that transition took place. Uh, you see a handful of people bustling around uh, between the buildings. It looks like 
uh, many places are starting to close down as it is now early evening. We're going to need to find a way to make some quick coin <laughs> so we can get a spot at the end. Who has any talents? You could sell that dagger you keep trying to pawn off. <clears throat> if anyone happens to have a, a book of, with the scriptures of the five, I could do a little sermon and uh, probably get us a room, maybe two. Now, this is going to sound really dodgy, but I'm pretty good with playing cards if you can get me a deck. What? I, I just picked up some... I mean, you know, they're just tricks, not necessarily exploits. Mm-hmm. So you're not good at the card games, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, not conventionally, no. He's just lucky, right? Do we have to get you a certain type of deck, or just a normal deck? I I can work with you pretty much whatever kind of deck you have. Um, I, I prefer it to have cool pictures on it, of course. Let's see, what other tasks? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Are we just going to ignore that I can preach from the Book of the Gods and get us a room? Nope. In, instead of gambling? I, I for one, love gambling. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure that the, the, the gods are favored here. So are the kingdoms of this continent such that like they're tightly defined enough that we might be able to see like a flag here or something that would indicate who owns this hamlet? Or is it sort of like there are those unadministrated areas where you might see a tax collector once every decade and they don't really give a shit? Uh, depends how close you are to the capitals. Okay, so um, do I see any kind of, like, are the guards bearing obvious sigils or anything of the sort that would tell us? Nope. Who... Okay. We could, you uh, know, ask people. Yeah. Yeah. You are starting to, to draw some attention from the townsfolk. I walk up to the nearest villager and uh, and ask, where exactly in on the continent is this lovely town? <laughs> Hello, I am from not here. I'm... Can you tell me where not here is? <laughs> I am from far away. Can you tell me where I am? She looks at you and then like frowns and shakes her head and just walks walks away in a rush. You need anything delivered? I'm quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, I walk up to the next person and ask the same question. And uh, he looks you up and down and says, you're in Stonebrook. Yeah, where, where in the continent is that, though? I travel a lot. You see, I, I'm the druidic type. Uh, you probably haven't seen anybody quite, quite like me around. Um, so I'm just passing through, but I, I want to get my bearings on exactly where where I am in the, in the world. How do you not know where you are? I, I, I got a little bit lost in the forest. <laughs> you see, I can't really fly very well when there's like really thick trees about. And I rush oh. up and I, I pat <sighs> Chet on the shoulder and I say, what my friend means is that recently a terrible, uh, well, a wonderful storm swept through and uh, blew him rather far off course. And it was all very regrettable and chaotic. And the weather is to blame. It hasn't Thank Thank rained in two weeks. Did I say it was recently? You've been wandering around for two weeks without knowing where you are? No, no, no. See, we met him very recently. I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> At this point... A portly man wearing relatively nice clothes uh, comes up to you and says, uh, thank you, John. That 
I'll take care of it from here. Yeah, John. And he <laughs> turns to you and says, who are you and what are you doing in my town? We are but humble travelers. Yes, the last group that said that made off with half our grain stores. Do you know which way they went? We could retrieve that for you. We're quite competent travelers. It was the middle of the night, so no, I don't. Was this recent? How recent? Did you get any of their faces or their names? Who are you? (laughs) At at this point, Falrock will walk up and pat Tara Chucks on the forearm because he can't reach the shoulder. Uh, Leolin walks up and kind of pulls Tara Chucks away. They get a little bit overzealous. We, um, We were captured, and now we are not captured, but we have no idea where we are. We escaped. We do not mean any harm to you or your town. We simply wish to get back to our own homes. What I can't figure out is how a guy who owns a whole city doesn't know how to see in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) I I just stand there stoically and completely ignore Desmond. He doesn't actually hear you say that. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) You are in the town of Stonebrook in the Empire of Jux. Captured by who? We don't quite know. Uh, they seem to be some kind of scientific cult. They're up the road a couple, I guess, miles. They're up the road a ways, uh, off a beaten path, in a bit of a fortress. Well, that would match. Hmm. He, he frowns. I would like an insight check to see if this guy is like, oh no, I'll have to go report this to my cult superiors immediately. <laughs> sure. I'd like to a very same, specific actually. response to uh, <laughs> be looking for in his eyes. Did he look yeah. left to show fear of demons? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's only an 11. I, I got a total of 20 on my insight oh. check. He right. seems perfectly honest and concerned for the safety of his town. Did, did I sense... Uh, here, I'm going to roll insight as well. All right, that's a, that is also a 20 total. Did I send any dis... Yeah. Did I uh, sense any disdain for the bureaucratic? They seemed like some dirty, dirty bureaucrats. You, he, he doesn't feel one way or the other about bureaucracy. Really? It doesn't okay. really come into well, his life I have much. nothing left to say or listen. I've, yeah, I got nothing. I'm I'm done with this guy. You guys can. Uh, I, I, I approach. Can. I approach and ask what year it is. What? What? He, how do you not know what? <sighs> we were kept yeah. in a state of unconsciousness for quite a while, and we don't actually know. All, all we know sure is we were traveling at various points, and then suddenly we were captured. It's seven eighty one. Which? Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Which year did we think it was? (laughs) In point of fact, um, all of you last remember it being late 780. Okay, so... Whoa. So it's been like maybe a year at the most? A few months? It is early spring. All right. I don't really look at calendars that often, so... This, everyone's everyone's like gasping and muttering, and I'm just kind of like, what? Okay. Listen. Is 781 big? The, the five of you seem pretty confused, and it's obvious you've been through something. 
Yeah. Why don't Why don't we go down to the inn, and uh, we'll get you set up with some rooms. You can stay the night, and then tomorrow you can be on your way and leave the town as peaceful as it is now. All right. Sounds good to me. Any more trouble right now? I completely agree. With the assistance of two two men wearing chainmail and holding spears, uh, escorts you down to a reasonably large building. Does it, it actually look like, look like an inn? I'd, I'd yeah, like to do an inn. It's like, okay. Does the inn have bars for doors? <laughs> it's definitely an inn. Uh, the bottom floor appears to be a tavern. So there are quite a few townsfolk up and about getting drinks since it's it's approaching that time of evening. And he sweeps you in the door. Everybody, everybody around you goes silent as you pass. And they're all just staring and watching as you walk by. And he brings you up to the bar and Joffrey, I need, and he looks at the party and says, how many rooms do you need? I'm going to need 24 casks of ale or things of like, don't start. Jasmine, please. A 24 no. pack, whatever that is. Two rooms for these people. <laughs> Two rooms would be excellent. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and he slides, he slides a couple gold pieces, uh, to the the man behind the bar and says the guards will stay here to make sure that there isn't any trouble with them tonight. Okay. Uh, And Joffrey takes the money and he rummages around behind the bar and holds up two keys to the mayor who in turn hands them to you. Whoever happens to be closest. Probably Falrock. He's responsible looking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take one. Can I do an insight check to see if there's anything malicious behind what is going on right now? Sure. That'd be a 24. Uh, Nope. The mayor is just super concerned that you guys are going to try and rob the village blind. (laughs) Yeah, he he seems like he's just, you know, damage mitigating. It's like Mm -hmm. it's so much easier (laughs) to just put us up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Rather than, you know, a start of fight over some cards that yeah, may not I don't think in. we're gonna be playing any cards tonight, Terra Jacks. That's fine. I still have to find a full deck. <laughs> I have never thought of a better explanation for your character than a deck without all the cards. <laughs> I mean, really, isn't that just the best way to defeat card counters? <laughs> So the mayor takes his leave. Um, I bow to him in a formal and traditional Juxian manner. He just shakes his head. I know he does. <laughs> and uh, Joffrey, the innkeeper, takes you upstairs, uh, shows you to the two rooms that you'll be staying in. The guards follow along behind and station themselves next to the doors of these rooms. So I, I huddle a little closer to whoever's in my particular room, and I keep my voice kind of low, and I say, so we're going to go investigate this grain theft, right? The, the grain theft was the people who were keeping us hostage. I don't want to go back. You think so? Nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That makes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Uh, so the guard teams are Wellington and Brooks. Oh. Mm. Was he Excellent. named after the town? No. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's any other pressing matters to attend to. Sleep. I got. Some, I got some pressing matter. Where's the bathroom? 
Good. There's a chamber pot in each room. Oh, beautiful. Turn away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to see that. Literally nobody. Oh, um, so what language is that book I pilfered in? You pilfered a book? Yeah, I I just, I'm looking at my uh, inventory. I have... Um, oh, right, the novel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. It's it's in Elven. Okay. <laughs> I won't make you come up with an Elven book on the spot. It's a romance novel. Oh. <laughs> I can I can tell that by looking at the cover, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the clock strikes eleven, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> and since Probably it's it. since it's an Elven romance, it's like one thousand five hundred pages long. Yep. <laughs> It's all very, very tedious. Occurs over hundreds of years. Yep. There's probably like a a panther on the cover, and (laughs) there's at least one panther. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely keeping this. This is a treasure. (laughs) All right. Well, um, last thing I do before bed is I roll A's D6 once. What number do I get? (laughs) What number do you get? (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, Did you just? Hang on. Did you just say, I, I'm going to roll a die. DM, what number do I get? When yeah, I, I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, oh, it always lands on six. Because that would be incredibly useful. <laughs> no. For legitimate reasons. Okay. You got a three? Yeah. Who is standing directly adjacent to Terrajox? Oh, my God. I am in the I, opposite I, room. I, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that Desmond. Oh, but at least in the same room. No, 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 no. We're you just patted him on the shoulder. I did. I patted Desmond yeah. on the shoulder. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Desmond oh, the, is standing next to Terajux, but Terajux is standing next to Desmond. Okay, so I'm standing next to Terajux. <laughs> what happens? Um, the two of you feel a sense of well-being and refreshment watch over you. Oh, okay. I give Desmond a winning smile and I say good night. I burp emphatically. <laughs> <laughs> we had a moment. Yeah, it's the start of something. <laughs> and then Hang I sleep. It, terror jokes. Oh god. So was there enough of something? Like, was there an aura around them? That something that we would have noticed? Nope. Or okay. <laughs> so so I'm pretty sure Leyland and I are in the other room since Jed, Desmond and Terra. I'm the most competitive. <laughs> God. Is it, is it probably going to cause trouble? Yes. Do I care? Not really. No. <laughs> you like tap one of the guards on the shoulder and say, that's the one you got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the night passes without incident. You are welcome to converse amongst yourselves if you wish, but barring any... Uh, any do the, do the guardian conversations do about whether pigeons have feelings <laughs> <laughs> no like, we just spend like uh, 30 minutes in the middle of the night like hey Desmond are you asleep no are you asleep no like do they fed us and stuff right <laughs> yeah they they send up a dinner of just like meat and the guards make sure we stay in the room so that I can't go get alcohol or how are you going to pay for it? I was going to pay for it with my charisma. I was going <laughs> to put it on, 
as I like a really old, lonely old lady who wanted, you know, just nothing in exchange <laughs> except for conversation. Or just put it on the mayor's tab. Or put it on the mayor's tab. <laughs> when you leave the room, like you open the door to go downstairs, the guard next to your door puts his hand on your shoulder and recoils and like wipes it <laughs> off. And he says, uh, I think, I think it would be best if you, if you all stayed in your rooms until morning, we don't want any trouble. I, I don't I want don't it want either, but I just want some ale. I, if the ale's name is trouble, I'll drink that too. <laughs> uh, Brooks looks at Wellington and Wellington nods and he says, give me your money and I'll, uh, I'll buy you something from the bar. <laughs> I give him a really nice wink and then I uh, like pull my hand out and like blow <laughs> and that's it I go back inside so I don't have any <laughs> poor <Okay>. guards <laughs> anything else you'd like to accomplish this evening I, or not accomplish as the case maybe <laughs> yeah um, it's, st- it's still night right Yep. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna open my door and and uh, having having seen my poor friend in in such a uh, predicament, I'm going to cast charm person on the guard that K Hall was talking to, or I'm sorry, Desmond was talking to. Okay. I've never cast a charisma spell in fifth, so how does this work? Opposed wisdom. Oh, he's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. What's your DC? It's 8 plus proficiency plus my wisdom, so 14. He is super charmed. Like, oh, boy. Is it Brooke or Wellington or whatever the hell his name is? It's Brooks. Brooks? Mm-hmm. All right, Brooks. <laughs> you could, if you will. Such doo-doo now. You're, you're going to go get that, yeah. that beer now, right? You're gonna, and you're going to get one for all of us, right? He pulls out his, his coin purse and counts out. Yeah, I think I could stand you guys a round of drinks. I mean, oh, you know, you're such so, a swell guy. You've been so good so far, and I think you know, giving you a little bit, a uh, little bit of a nightcap will probably just help you sleep. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Trump's downstairs, no. whistling cheerfully. I, uh, Wellington is going, baffled. As he's going, I, I kind of wave. Right? You know what? You don't have to get me anything. I'm, I'm good. I'll drink it. I'll drink Tara Jex's. It's fine. Whatever you say, buddy. Uh, and he disappears downstairs. Wellington turns and squints suspiciously at the three of you. <laughs> I, I wave, friendly. Can I do something to perhaps disarm his suspicions? Oh, if no. you wish. <laughs> what are you going to do? Can I give him a winning smile? <laughs> okay. Eventually, is, you're going to Is this to a spell? Something. Is this a spell <laughs> no, that I'm unaware of? Okay. No. <laughs> I, I've heard of cutting words, you know, and so I thought maybe winning smile was uh, kind yeah, of the opposite. Winning smile, it just it means you win. It's a really powerful winning. spell. Except you don't. Are you going to back that up with anything, or are you just going to grin at him? Hopefully he doesn't I, bring back crow's milk. It's not a grin. It's just I... I look over at him and I give him a smile and a little bit of like a shrug and a shake of my head, like, ah, what are you gonna do, right? Brooks, Brooks is such a clown. He's so friendly. He's what a guy, you know. It's like that time back at the, you know, the Christmas party. That oh, Brooks. But I convey that silently with like a smile. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> I smile it. Yeah. 
it's it's just sort of like like a knowing. Oh, haha, Brooks is so silly. So Brooks comes back up the stairs uh, a couple minutes later with a tray of drinks. Um, he opens the door to Leland and Falrock's room and like puts two mugs on the floor. <laughs> what? We're just baffled. Yeah, you have no idea. Like, you can hear them <laughs> no talking idea. outside, but you have no idea. I don't know. If he knew that we were talking, I'm assuming he would think we were up to no good. <laughs> the, the moment um, he heard our door open. Brooks hands a bombs. mug to mm-hmm. Wellington, and then he he walks into your room, plops down on one of the beds, uh, puts the rest of the drinks down, and pulls out a deck of cards. It's like, hey, so let's play. Hey! Oh, God. <laughs> yes. oh no. I, I, su- I suggest to Brooks that you know that that was that was so kind of you, um, and we would we would love to to play some cards, not steal your money. And I don't say that out loud. We would love to play some cards, but I'm afraid that that would be a dereliction of duty. You might you might get in trouble for 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 not standing watch. You know, being vigilant. I- instead, you know, I think maybe maybe you should have a, have a nice long talk with Wellington. Um, he seems, it seems like you guys don't know each other very well. And I, I think that a guy like you could, could, uh, could become real fast friends with a guy like him. If, if he just got to know you a little bit. And Wellington oh, really no. does hear about Talking you, about Wellington and I have been on guard duty together for like five years now. Yeah, but he obviously doesn't know you that well. He's you just got to stick up his butt. Have you ever been to his house? Uh, huh? Have you? That's classic Wellington. I'm his. I'm the godfather of his son. Continue shuffling cards. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm in. I'm in. Deal me so, in. <laughs> having my nightly meditation interrupted, I'm going to pick up the mug and check the next room over, looking at, at oh, Wellington like, what? I, I look up from a hand of cards and go, we still got some slots. So, how did this happen? Some friendly out of game. I'm just standing at the doorway listening. Some friendly out of game information. Charm person lasts for one hour. I know. And when it ends, the creature you charmed knows that you charmed it. Yeah, we're fucked. The best thing we could hope for is to get him to go someplace really far away, like (laughs) 55 minutes away. I do ask, uh, while we still have this brief piece, I ask him a little bit more about uh, the grain theft. And, you know, it seems like a pretty serious deal. Well, which one? He starts dealing. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you've had multiple grain thefts in recent history? Well, mm, one of them was a grain theft. One of them was more of a slash and burn kind of raid. Ah, a raid. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, these these guys, who were just kind of like you guys, actually, came into town. And they were like, yeah, we're going to spend some time at the bar. And then the next day, some of the outlying farms had their silos completely empty. It was, they were gone without a trace. They didn't pay their tabs or anything. That was mean. I kind of, I steeple my hands a little, and I go, when you say kind of like us, um, what what exactly does that mean? I mean, they had, like, the same kind of shirt and pants. Same oh, style. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Were they, were, they, were they confused as well? Are you here? I'm standing in the doorway. Oh. So he jumps a little bit and turns around and is like, whoa, where did you come from? 
Hey, come on, we we haven't started yet. We can deal you in. Yeah, come on. This is gonna be fun, right? Wow, until it is. Brooks, Brooks, we're <laughs> such great friends, aren't we? I would like to like as people are being dealt in, subtly maneuver everyone, like by shifting around and opening up spots such that um this uh Brooks is is Wellington like participating in this or is he looking he's outside Wellington is outside frowning okay I'm I'm thinking we should uh give up our drinks and see if uh Brooks is quite thirsty yeah perhaps I am plying him with drinks but um more importantly I'm trying to maneuver us so we're all um i assume there's is there like a folding table in here we're using or are we like playing on the bed or what's the arrangement Just yeah on the there's floor, like a right? folding table okay. Oh, okay so once it's once he's soused and charmed enough that he won't really notice um brooke is on one side of this table and we are on the other such that if some sort of aoe spell were to go off he would be the only target <laughs> Okay. Alright. So this is this is starting to look a little bit like an intervention. <laughs> is this being somehow communicated to us or is this no. just no, this is, monologue? This is trying me, to play the, the room. This is me subtly repositioning myself so that there's always an open slot on the other side of the table where Brooks isn't. I can make a deception check if I need to. Unless Unless anybody in the party is like notices and is actively opposing you, probably not. Okay. Nah, I don't. I don't care that much. So to get this straight, you guys are giving Brooks extra drinks yes. in an attempt to make sure that when the charm spell ends, he's drunk. Mm, I mean, that's not my plan, but or passed out. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So yeah, I've got um. Here, can't say he was charmed if he isn't awake. You know, I've got a pinch of um, fine dust that I'm ready with. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, keep playing cards until everything goes to shit. <laughs> like it. And then I, I do ready in action when, like, the bolt of realization goes through his eyes. I immediately cast sleep on him. Okay. And he's, like, Wellington, like, he clearly wants to go tell the mayor about this, but he can't leave you just with Brooks there. Right. Unguarded. Um, and so is, is Wellington, like, actively watching, or is he standing outside stoically so that, like, when he hears the he's, thump... He's positioned himself so he's leaning against the wall opposite your door. Ah. ah. Okay. Um, I'd like to start kind of playing up the whole, like, oh, wow. Oh, book, you're going crazy on that ale, man. You got stomach of three boars conjoined at the hip. Whoa, slow down. <laughs> That's a mental image I really needed. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's all I can really do is just sort of plant the seed in Wellington's mind that um, Brooke has had a lot to drink. Have another! Yeah. Okay. Oh, Brooke, tell us another one of your crazy stories. Oh, you're always coming up with those crazy, magical, improbable stories. So last week, we had reports of a disturbance on one of the, the outlying farms, right? Mm-hmm. No way. We go in... You know, he sends, Mara sends three of us because, you know, what? what's it going to be? Wolves again? We can handle wolves. Of course. The whole place is on fire. Oh, oh, I did not see that coming. And, you know, the farmhouse is burning down. The poor family that lives there 
dead. So we go and ask, we go and ask the local tracker, right? The hunter. Mm. He comes out and he says, them there's no tracks. Whoa. Mm. So the mayor was all a fluster, right? You get a lot of we've never had holes here before. Okay. We don't know what to do about them. And even if we did, there's only five of us on the town guard and only Wellington and I are any good (laughs) with our spears. Oh. Are you writing this down? Like <laughs> two? Yeah, I have two minus five is three. I've got an abacus over there, and I'm like flicking the numbers. I am progressively sighing more and more as I drink more ale. Are you, so? Are you still in your room trying to meditate? No, no, I came over. Oh, just I think like, we're all in there. Well, we're all in the room playing now. cards. With- I I think. I, I perk up for a second and ask Brooks if anyone has seen a uh, mysterious-looking half-elf lady recently. Now that you mention it, there was one that came through here a couple days ago, but she didn't stick around or anything. She just kind of showed up, walked right on through town, didn't even stop to talk to anyone, which was probably for the best because nobody really wanted to talk to her. Good to know. I've switched seats a couple times, so there are now people in between me and the door. Okay. <laughs> do we just like do you just yell change places every couple minutes? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Okay. I I insist it's a uh, a custom from the far south that every time you win a hand, you have to change spots with someone. Change places. <laughs> have you been winning the hands? Occasionally. Enough, enough to shuffle us around. <laughs> Do I have to make a sleight of hand check? Yeah, make a sleight of hand check right. for that. So I have proficiency with playing cards, so that means I get uh, proficiency what? on top of dexterity, right? Yep. Uh, that is going to be a 16 to subtly nudge the winds of fortune. Yeah, so you, you're winning like one in every three hands, yeah. and that's enough to, to get people to kind of sit where you want them to. Exactly. It's a custom from the, uh, you know, the Southern Oasis. They're strong right. believers. At this and... point, I'm a little sub- suspicious of what Terra Jux has <laughs> going on. Probably wise. <laughs> no, so at on. this point, it's been about 50 minutes or so. Shouldn't? Okay. Oh, well, I've got some beads of sweat on my forehead. Uh, uh... How can we tell? <laughs> <laughs> Bird avatar of wind here. You should probably put him to sleep before this this runs out, so he doesn't get that realization. Yeah, Chad, you know exactly how long it is before before the so charm. Wears we don't off. have so much I get, time. I get the left. signal basically. Kaka, kaka, cries at midnight. Yep. All right. Um, so I wait until. Um, I wait until there's some sort of disturbance or you know, people are like standing What's to, that? to change places. <laughs> Sleep! <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so... Is that so the verbal I, component? <laughs> yes. So I, I pull out my dusting of powder and oh, as, I, as I kind of toss it into the air, there's this this gentle sort of feeling that you get like right after a rainstorm lets up that that moment of peace, and it is channeled right into this drunken guard. Roll, <laughs> roll per the spell. Yeah, 
give me just a moment. I think it's it's five d eight. Sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm practically lullabied. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean, gosh darn it! This is a Christian. This is a Christian <laughs> mindset. <laughs> no, this is a Christian mindset. Minecraft server. Be quiet. Uh, that is going to be twenty five. Brooks, are, are we all gonna fall? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I specifically positioned this so that he was on one side and I could put it far enough away that it would only hit him. The way I have it in my head is we're all next to the door and he's like on the farthest side of the room and he doesn't realize it. Yeah. Well, where yeah, how did you position him? So where is he standing? Because so, there's a fair chance that you could also catch Wellington in the spell. Okay, so um what I tried to do is uh, if you're looking towards the door, mm-hmm. he's on the left, we're on the right. And I'm gonna put this spell basically in the far back corner of the room, away from us. And also away from the door. Yes. Okay, then yes. So the person next door is probably going to fall asleep, but... <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a great like rest. A muffled thump from the room next to you. <laughs> and I'm already, I'm already like rushing forward, like, oh, whoa, whoa, he's had way too much to drink. And I, I cradle the, the sleeping form of Brooke. You need to go and, get his friend to go uh, take him back to his house. And yeah, I, I've got him sort of like against one shoulder i'm supporting him and i go hey whoa wellington you know we we really gotta get we got guy. us a lightweight over here I tell you what. <laughs> do you have another friend you can call in for guard duty or something because boy brooke is he's he's out of it man <laughs> maybe i could we just like put him on a bed in here somewhere he's he really needs to sleep this off wellington is just flabbergasted at this turn of events and he says wow i you know, it's been a long time since he's had that much to drink. We'll just we'll we'll tuck him we'll tuck him up against a wall here. And, um, <laughs> we don't want him to get in trouble or anything, right, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As this is happening, I kind of like sidle up a little closer to Wellington. I'm like, hey, you may want to, you know, like have a word with him. Like he needs to get this. or something. It, it seems like he might be dealing with something, you know, kind of dark personal he's probably got something that he really needs to get off his chest and it sounds like you're a really good friend to him so you know i'm i'm gonna count on you to make sure brooke gets what he needs make a persuasion check okay 21 okay yeah going really well for you (laughs) wellington like gets his he stops frowning he just looks very concerned yeah he should be concerned just pinches He's I he's the godfather that. of your child. Right, exactly. Uh, and he says, you know what? That's I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you have my word oh, as me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear upon the sky and the storms and the wind and itself. That's... While you're delivering this, he's already like <laughs> Shuffled, uh, shuffled Brooks downstairs. What? There's not many higher authorities that I really trust to, you know, hold my promise. And that's where we'll end our adventure for now. Uh, I'm Joe, your dungeon master. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can reach us at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. Joining me, Worm. 
Daniel, I play Chad. Kale, playing the most moist man, Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falarak Dunkil, puncher of dudes. I'm Matt, and I played the most annoyed wood elf, Leolint. I'm Waffle, and I played Charajax. Thank you for joining us. 